Welcome to Newcastle Libraries Real. Newcastle Libraries can be accessed from wherever you live with the Newcastle Library app. Put borrowing at your fingertips. I invite you to close your eyes and imagine. Imagine that there are no buildings, no roads, no cars, just the trees, plants, animals and the very first storytellers of this land, the Awabakal and Waramai people. I acknowledge them as the traditional custodians of this beautiful land in which we live. Welcome to Books Make the Best Christmas Gifts. We've got the Newcastle Libraries team around the table today, so when you get into the bookshop this Christmas, we'll help you pick a winner. Thank you so much for joining us to hear all about books that you should be buying or maybe borrowing from one of Newcastle Libraries for this Christmas. Lots of people love books, but sometimes we get confused when we're looking to pick a book for someone else as a gift. So um, we've got some of our team here today from Newcastle Libraries talking about books and today we're going to be talking about young adult books. So first off we have Danny. Danny, you're an avid young adult reader. I have read a book or two in my time. The first one I've got, I guess, is you've got someone who likes the dystopian books in the in the young adult kind of category. It's called Under the Never Sky by Veronica Rossi. Highly, highly underrated series. It's it's one of my absolute favourites. And we've got Aria as our main character who lives in an enclosed city, um, like a dome, and sort of you know spends all of a day doing what, what is very similar to I guess virtual reality kind of stuff. And it's uh, end up being kicked out or you know finding yourself outside of this this enclosed city out into the wasteland and the sky itself is for what I can't remember the exact reason but basically they have these huge energy storms where it's really really quite dangerous to be outside of these um, domed cities so she's sort of out there in the wilderness going oh my god what am I going to do and stumbles across an outsider called Perry or Peregrine and they kind of form a bit of an, an unlikely alliance and it's, it's a really really kind of great story to see Aria who's you know this very sheltered kind of girl come into her own and, and find her strength and I have to admit this is whole scene where she gets her period for the first time and it's it sounds awful but it's really hilarious because she thinks that she's dying and it's really awkward because Perry actually has to explain to her exactly what's kind of going on it's one of my favorite parts of the entire book which is a really weird part to focus on but yes anyway highly recommend it. it's the first book in the trilogy series and yes go with that one <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much and um alex you also love to read young adult fiction as well what what do you what have you been reading this year i actually have read a lot of young adult fiction this year carol because there's been a huge boom in the queer lit industry and uh but one of the best ones that i've actually come across which i'm not going to say is actually queer lit because it's all about friendship and it is actually i would say pretty good for the younger young adult and it's about friendship identity it's called darius the great is not okay and it's about um young darius uh, or his iranian name is dariush and darius is living and struggling with depression i suppose would be the best it's not really identified but uh it's living with depression uh struggling with friendships but then due to family circumstances gets packed up from his american normal teenage life shipped to iran and that's the first time he actually meets his extended family and he forges friendships and meets young other young guys he learns to play soccer discovers that he's actually quite outgoing when he doesn't feel like he's the isolated loner which of course he looked quite different in his american high school so this was actually a debut novel for 
Adib Karam, and it's fantastic. I would recommend it uh, as a Christmas gift, but I would also recommend it just for uh, anyone who understands what it's like to make real friends and could need that as a reminder in their life. It's a great read. It sounds like that book has touching on lots of topics that are really relevant to young people, like friendship and fitting in and things like that. And often young people do have an upheaval when they move to a different town or, in this case, a different country, and that must be so hard for young people but it's really good that they could read a book like this and perhaps relate to that story and carol i actually would just say it's actually a hilarious book even though it is about depression because of darius speaks better klingon than he does farsi (laughs) when he gets to iran and so like he is a geek of a geek who's a hobbit klingon fan like he's just yeah it's great Um, so yes you're absolutely spot on carol (laughs) fantastic i I actually really i'm going to be so busy because a lot of these books i'm really looking forward to reading myself yeah books make the best christmas gifts and can inspire people to incredible things you'll be inspired by our exciting array of e-learning and other programs Visit the Newcastle Library's website or app to discover more. And Joe, what book would you like to talk about? Um, I was going to talk about The Black Flamingo by Dean Atter, which is also a queer lit. The Black Flamingo is a beautiful young adult book about Michael. It felt really autobiographical and it was so immersive because it's it's his point of view and it's written in verse, so it's poetry. And so you are so immersed into his life so that when he's six and all he wants is that Barbie doll for Christmas and he gets, I can't remember, it was a G.I. Joe. He was so disappointed that you really felt it with him. And I, being a girl and getting a Barbie doll for Christmas, I had the same reaction because I wasn't a Barbie doll kind of person. So I really felt immersed in his world right from the start. And what I loved about the Black Flamingo is that Michael never questioned who he was. He knew who he was. It wasn't a journey to find himself or anything like that. He knew who he was from the get-go. But what he struggled with was how to express it, when to express it, who to express it to, what aspect of my personality is going to be acceptable to that person, where do I fit, because he was of mixed heritage too, so he wasn't black enough to be black, but he wasn't Greek enough to be Greek, and he wasn't gay enough to be gay, but he was too gay to be straight, and I just loved going on that journey to find his fit and I have a teenager at the moment who is so obsessed with finding the right label that I loved this because there is no label people there is no label that is going to define you there is no label out there that is going to say this is you in a nutshell all labels can apply to you at different times of your life and in different circumstances and that's what I really loved about this book he's searching for that that one thing that one thing that's going to define him and for Michael it was drag which is so diverse and so freeing at the end he gets up on stage and he's wearing a pink wig and a pink fluffy coat and black heels but he doesn't dress up as a woman he doesn't dress in what people think of as conventional drag And that's what I loved about it. It was just so in your face, but also really confronting. Like it just challenges all those preconceived ideas that you have about what life is like for people like Michael. I just loved it. I thought it was brilliant. And you've read it too, haven't you, Alex? 
Yeah, I have, Joe. I loved it too. Uh, the Black Flamingo by Dean Adder. It is a bold book. Don't be turned off by the verse, though, because once you actually get past that first immersive first chapter, you kind of forget you're actually reading a book of poetry. It is absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah, I loved it as well. So the Black Flamingo, it's all about becoming who you're meant to be, really, I guess, yeah. Or finding a way to express who you are, yeah. really, more than becoming. Because, he, yeah, he never questions who he is. Mm. It's all about how to express it to other people mm. that they're going to find accepting. Mm. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I could really tell you enjoyed that <laughs> book. So it's always good to stumble on a book like that. Thank you. If you're looking for a surefire Christmas gift for the kids this year, The Bad Guys by Aaron Blaby, topped out for the Newcastle Library's checkouts for kids with 647 checkouts this year. Coming in second was Dave Pilkey's Dogman series with 312 checkouts. And coming up third was Lincoln Pierce with Big Nate at 219 checkouts. So, surefire Christmas gifts. Denny, we'll go back to you. The next one I've got here is called Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo, and it's part of her Grisha verse. So she actually had three books or a trilogy, the Shadow and Bone trilogy um, that came before this. And the brilliant part about Six of Crows, which is part of a, a duology, is that you don't actually have to have read the original trilogy to actually enjoy this book. I guess the best way to describe this book is it's a medieval heist. So you've got, you know, the, the, the main character, Kaz Brecker, he's been offered a chance to break into the the ice court which is a military stronghold that no one else has been, ever ever been able to kind of breach and he has to get a, a particular hostage that's kind of in there and bring them back safely so he's going to you know put together his ragtag team of, of misfits and then they get the job done but there's a big twist sort of I guess towards the end of it as well which obviously leads on to the the second book but um yeah absolutely brilliant Lee um she has another series kind of after this as well King of Scars which again picks up some of the characters from this and goes on again um, if you want to keep sort of going on with it. But yeah, really, really well written, beautiful descriptions. And I have a theory about books. If they have a map in the front of them, they're generally pretty good. And this one's got two maps. So, you know, that's that's double good. <laughs> yeah, maps are always great. And what about your second choice for? So my other one that I've got here is um, Chain of Gold by Cassandra Clare, which I just firstly want to say the cover on this is just glorious um if you get a chance google it it's it's one of my favorite covers ever but this is a, a new like a series in her shadow hunter universe um and again it's a similar to six of crows you don't have to have read the original um it's actually 12 books that come before this one the world building on this is phenomenal so you've got shadow hunters who um of nephilim so they're part angelic um who basically take out demons but in this same world you've got werewolves you've got vampires you've got warlocks as well and yeah this one's sort of set in the um early 1900s um and one of the things that cassandra claire does really really well is her diversity and she has done that since the beginning book city of bones where you know you've got people of color you've got people with diverse backgrounds cordelia is the main character that kind of comes in this and um she's traveling back from london she's originally from i guess persia at this sort of time to go with her childhood friends the herondales like james and lucy and they're worrying about you know normal things of you know marriage and and all that sort of 
of stuff as well as um, this side part of, of killing demons. But there's a greater evil that sort of comes into it as well, which they have to sort of look at. So really well written. I will always recommend a Cassandra Clare book and do quite often. It looks um, like it's a pretty hefty read as well. Like, I mean, how long did it take you to get through that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have I have been known to um, get through something like this in a day, but that's oh, if only if I do nothing else ah. for that day. So it is about 600 pages. Books make the best Christmas gifts. What books are on your list for Santa? Reach out and let us know at libraries at ncc.newsouthwales.gov.au or look up Newcastle Libraries on Facebook. We'd love to know what's in your Kris Kringle this year. Alex, you you were going to talk about... I was just sneaking one in, Carol, because um, I know that this summer there's a new book out by Craig Sylvie, who was our author for the big summer read last year uh, with Jasper Jones. And I don't know if everyone remembers Craig Sylvie, but we um, we now have Honeybee hit the shelves a little short term while ago. And I would say it's actually an adult book, but I think it's a fantastic book for older young adults and it's about friendship again but sam and vic uh become friends after an awful evening where essentially they're both going to jump off the same overpass and so it's not as awful as what i'm making it sound like carol like it's actually a really good beautiful book about friendship Um, but it (laughs) and yeah that i know that makes it sound absolutely terrible and you should not buy it for christmas presents but i'm saying it actually is a good christmas present Uh, because it is very well written. It's a beautiful book. And what teenager does not think that life is against them and that they're suffering? And so I think it's a book that helps show that there is a way out of suffering and friendship is important. But also it's about how two different people from two different generations can really affect each other's life. And uh, yeah, and so it's a fantastic book. And I know we'll hear more about that over summer as well. I think that after reading Jasper Jones, that a lot of people are looking out for that book, Alex. I love Jasper Jones and lots of people did love it. And um, yeah, so this is going to be a book that people will be looking for. Well, it's out and we're looking forward to talking more about that book in the coming weeks this year for 2020 the top borrowed author of our children's stories collection was roald dahl he took out the top six titles with george's marvelous medicine fantastic mr fox the twits charlie and the chocolate factory the bfg the enormous crocodile so obviously roald dahl is a surefire winner for a christmas gift we actually have here today with us one of our regular library borrowers anna who is our young teen expert, maybe we could call her. Anna, what do you think people should buy their teenagers for Christmas this year? Hey, my top reads for 2020 are Murder Most Unladylike by Robin Stevens, the entire Percy Jackson series, and most of the other things by Rick Riordan, and The Fault in Our Stars by John Green. Murder Most Unladylike is about two young girls from 1930s England who get caught up in a murder case at their school when their science teacher is pushed off a ledge. It's not pleasant, (laughs) but it's a really good book. And I don't know, the characters are really great. And that's a series, isn't it, Anna? Yeah, there's like eight books, maybe eight or nine. Uh Uh-huh. And what about the Percy Jackson? What's what's Percy Jackson about? Percy Jackson is about a boy who finds out that he is the son of a Greek god and then has to go on a massive quest to retrieve an ancient artifact that's been stolen. Tell us about Fault in Our Stars. It's about two teenagers, one with lung cancer and one who's recovering from cancer, that fall in love. Is it a romance novel? Yeah, it's a romance novel and 
Gummy's boy girl falls in love. It's I cried. Not nearly cried. It was very sad. But yeah. obviously a good book because you're recommending it. It was very good. It was well written. And I've been meaning to read the other one by John Green. There's also Warriors by Erin Hunter. I'm not actually sure she's a singular author. I'm pretty sure she's a whole bunch of people who work on the one series. Well, there's a few series that go under the general title of Warriors. The first series is about a cat called Rusty who lives as a kitty pet or a pet cat. And he goes hunting one day and meets Graypaw, a apprentice for the one of the forest clans of cats. And, you know, fighting, hunting cats. <laughs> so the warrior cats, are they domestic cats or are they wild cats? Oh, they're wild cats. Rusty was just originally a domestic cat and he joins the wild cats. What did you enjoy about that series? Um... It's got a really cool plot because you've got a whole bunch of fighting and romance as well. And just, it's very Everyday intricate. life stuff. Intricate. It's very intricate and, you know, betrayal. Betrayal's good. I love betrayal as a trope. <laughs> and <laughs> don't actually betray anyone. That's not, that's not what I meant. Betrayal is a good trope. It's a good plot device. It's a good plot device. Books are a very good present. Buy your kids some books. They're good for their minds and they're also really interesting. Merry Christmas. Enjoy your book. Okay, well, thanks everyone for joining us and we hope you've enjoyed some of the selections we've had for you, suggestions. So, yeah, it looks like if you're looking around this Christmas and looking for some great reads, we've a great lot of recommendations. So thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for listening to Books Make the Best Christmas Gifts. Put us on Santa's nice list by rating and reviewing this podcast and share it with friends.